Art Home Community's most recent Baldwinsville Community Update. I'm your host, Shelly Hoffman. Hey, it's uh, the mayor sitting here with me today. And you know, Mayor, I was watching the um, the globe that just came. I think I'm going to have to do a drone for the fall. Could you imagine how pretty the village is going to look with the leaf changing and stuff? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're really blessed. Our village it looked beautiful year-round. You know, even with the snow, we look pretty nice. Um, <laughs> so I look forward to seeing some of those pictures of the of the fall leaves. And uh, uh, my wife, just so you, just to remind people, is working hard on the calendar, and people have been sending her some beautiful, beautiful pictures. Uh, just amazing how you can get this same thing in the picture, but it's just a little different from you know you're ten feet over the background, it's just a little different, but everything. I mean, we have a picturesque village, and oh, people. Yeah. We have some talented people capturing it on uh, film, or I say film because I'm old, um, but you know, it's not film anymore, but um, I think we're gonna have another great calendar. Um, she's, she just now has to go through like 73,000 pictures to pick out 40 of them. Um, but a lot of great animal pictures, you know, birds and things from around the village. And, uh, and she, had, she wanted a picture of the spray park because that's this summer that was a big thing. So a couple people sent pictures of kids, their kids, so that we have permission to use it because it's their kid. Yeah. So um, they should be hearing things about the calendar fairly soon. Um, she keeps looking, you know, always for the best time to order when the price is best. You know, if they have a discount, so we can get a little better price on them. And the benefit goes to the Cantonwood Senior Center, which is nice. And uh, it's uh, it's crazy to think it's been a year and a half we've been doing this show. I, I mean, know. And, you know, really, I don't know if we're any further ahead <laughs> in some ways as far as the COVID stuff. Uh, I know that the uh, just for people to know our, our Meals on Wheels, people were going to have their 50-year celebration. Um, I think it was next, next month. And um, they've postponed it. Um, because of the rise in infections and the concern about seniors, you know, being in the middle of it. And uh, I think they were trying not to have people have to wear masks and, you know, if you're gonna have a celebration, let's have it a little more open. And so I think they decided it would be smart to postpone it. Um, a lot of that kind of stuff going on now. I mean, the infection rate is up. It was over 5% in the county um more people in the hospital i think i read since february you know we're back to the winter rates of people being in the hospital um it's it's crazy because we don't have we still don't have any solid answers i mean people with vaccinations are, are getting sick although apparently not as sick um yeah so and all the now the people challenging mandates of having to have shots and blah so you just kind of sit back and wait and hope that someday the dust settles and we are somewhat normal. I don't even know if that means anything anymore. No, you know, I, um, there was a, um, kind of a realtor coach that I would follow and he was always talking about get used to it. Just live in the moment that you're in because you can't change it. You can't, you know, just, um, whatever. And he ended up uh, passing away, but not because of COVID, but because of heart failure. But, you know, super healthy man, always, every time he was giving one of his talks, he was out running or walking or, you know, so it doesn't matter sometimes how healthy you are and what you're out there doing, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, your health, yeah. Savor the day. I mean, 
never, you're not promised tomorrow. Um, so if you have a chance, particularly things with, with old friends that you haven't talked to and you think, I got to call him, I got to call her, and you think, I'll do that next week. And, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people with regrets, not just now, but I mean, over the years, who put off something like that and suddenly it was too late, they were gone. And uh, I, I try to, every once in a while, somebody crosses my mind that I haven't talked to in a long time and I'll try to send them an email just to see how they're doing and uh, touch base. And I, I, I wish I was even better at it, but um, trying to think here, we have a few things going on. Um, we should be excited um, this week, this Saturday, I have my walk through the woods shirt on um this is the big one of the big fundraisers for canton woods um you still have time to sign up it's saturday morning at nine o'clock um i believe it's at night yes nine o'clock rain or shine and if you want to walk with the group you can if you don't want to walk with the group if you want to do it on your own time you can just pick a day this month and go walk um if you need a course to walk they start at Canton Woods. They walk up Canton Street into McCary Town, all the way up to Syracuse Home, around the little cul-de-sac type of thing at the front entrance, and then back to Canton Woods. Uh, it, you, you can walk anywhere, just but just try to get some sponsors. So I'm going to walk. I'm not sure when. Um, if anybody would like to sponsor me, uh, I'm not begging. Um, but there's other people walking if you want to sponsor them. And Are eight, either of your sisters doing it this year? Uh, I know Cindy is. Uh, I don't know about Wendy. I may borrow one of Wendy's dogs to oh. me. It's kind of nice to walk the dog. And You uh, can walk my dog. He's a little spast, you know. I'm sure he, you'd pick up the pace a little bit, maybe make a couple enemies along the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, my sister has two sweetheart dogs, both rescue dogs. Um, and I took Truman one year, and he he's a little less comfortable. Now, Dooley, her other little guy, he's just, he's, first thing he does is you sit down and he puts his head on your leg and he looks up at you and he's got these raccoon kind of eyes that are got, you know, like some black around them and he's, he's a doll. So I may see if they, they'll let me take Dooley and go over a walk with him. Um, and it's always nice. Um, you know, Canton Woods is doing so much good stuff for our seniors and uh, trying to think if there's anything else with that. Um, but then next week, the 25th, we have our Taste of Baldwinsville on Paper Mill Island. That's uh, that's this Saturday, the 18th. Oh, that's this Saturday. Okay. I'm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I had I had it written down wrong. Okay. So it's this Saturday. Yep. Because it's Allison's birthday, and I'm I'm trying to convince her that um, it's a big party on Paper Mill Island for her, and I don't have to do anything for her 15th birthday. <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's noon 10 on Paper Mill Island mm -hmm. um, and all the rest, I say all, I'm guessing just about all the uh, food establishments in the village and, and the close village will um, be out there and you can buy a sample for a dollar. I think you can get a regular thing if for a regular price, but you know, you get a little slice of pizza man pizza maybe, or uh, I remember uh, last time. Angry Garlic is having the artichokes that they have. So if you've never tried one and you've always thought about it, that's a great one. Um, him and uh, watch 
Mary Tassone from Tassone's Wine Garden and Jeff did a video this week together. As always, they're hilarious for videos, but they do talk a little bit about Taste the Bevo there. And Lauren and I are going to talk on Thursday about the Taste of Albansville too. So, okay. and, and I know that last time um, I went it towards the end of the night and it had rained. And so a lot of people had left. So when I got around to some of the places, they had a lot of stuff. They had brought in a late thing of, you know, uh, reinforcements to eat. And so now as I came up, it was like, we got a lot of stuff there. So I got a couple of helpings of uh, Tassone's, uh, I think, wine-crusted meatballs or something. They were out of this world. Um, probably hit about five different stands and had enough for a full meal by the time I got done for, for my buck. And I think I tried to throw a couple bucks in extra. Um, and so it's exciting to think that that uh, we're, we can at least have something like that. I hope people comply with whatever regulations they have on the island um, and go out and have some fun. There's be music, entertainment, get to see people. And, and the island is beautiful as ever. Um, you know, if you haven't been on Paper Mill Island, it's a chance to get out there with an excuse to be there. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see a lot of people. Yeah. Um, October 16th, just to remind people, it's the Man and Woman of the Year celebration. Um, this year will be two years worth of, of people, last year and this year. Um, I just, I know that, um, this, I can't remember last year's, uh, this year I know is Bob Edgett and Janet Therian, and I know they're both very uh, active. Bob is terrific on it with Pac-B. Yes. Um, and Janet is just involved in everything. I know I ran into her a couple times over at the Christmas Bureau, uh, helping organize uh, gifts and stuff. And I know she's involved in a lot. Um, and it's it's kind of a, somebody said, well, you know, it's just one of those events you have, you know, it doesn't mean much. You realize this is the heart of our village. Right. These are the people, you know, you can't pay everybody to do everything. And these people with no pay realize that this is important and they go and do it. They don't ask for anything. Um, yeah, how do you get by without them? Um, you can't. And as a mayor, you really appreciate them. You know, volunteer work is so important. Um, you know, I see the meal. I, I did Meals on Wheels for a few years. I see people still doing it that were doing it when I was doing it and had been doing it before. Um, and again, somebody said, well, what's the big deal with Meals on Wheels? You're taking them a, you know, a thing of spaghetti and a roll and a vegetable. But it, it, it's very important for that knock on the door and that somebody knows that you're alive. Um, might be the only person that knocks on your door all day. And, and not just COVID. I mean, this was. Oh, yeah. Pre-COVID. Yeah. You know, so people appreciate your smiling face. Um, if you've never done something like Meals on Wheels, go over and, and ask if you could ride along with somebody just to see what it's like. Mm -hmm. It's a great experience. Um, let's see. I watched your little session with Chief Leffencheck, and I, I'm sensing a real frustration with Michael in that he's repeated himself for now a year and a half on these shows of please lock your car door. Don't don't leave your keys in your car. Don't leave your wallet in your car. But most of all, lock the door. That most of the vandalism is try the door. If it opens, 
Beautiful. If it doesn't, go to the next driveway. Right. So a simple thing like locking your door can prevent somebody from being a criminal and it can prevent you from big losses and which your insurance company might say to you, if you didn't have your car locked, we're not going to pay you for that damage. So lock your doors. And, and the one that he emphasized and uh, I hope everybody thinks about is, is school safeties, you know, with the, being out on the street, um, kids get walking and talking and don't think and just decide to cut across the street. Be responsible behind the wheel and pay attention. If you see kids, just know that, you know, that they are likely to do something which you might think is crazy, but to them, you know, somebody came up and was going to snap somebody in the ear and they jumped out of the way and jumped into the road. And if you're paying attention, you don't have end up hitting them. Um, and as Mike said, that there's a lot more traffic. There's people driving now in the village who wouldn't have driven, but now they're driving to school. Um, there's parents picking up kids, uh, the school buses. So the schools, the streets are jammed at 7.30 to like, nine o'clock in the morning. And then again, from like two 30 to four 15, something like that. Uh, just don't, don't wait till the last second. So you got to go fast and drive crazy where there's kids crossing streets. We have some safety walks, one right on Oneida street um, for the kids coming out of school, one on Brown street, uh, one down by the library, one over by paper mill Island. Pay attention to those crosswalks. you you are obligated by law to stop. That's all you need to know. There's this not an if 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 I'm like twelve feet away. Is it okay if I keep going? Not if somebody's in the intersection. Um, so please stop. Please acknowledge kids are out. Kids are excited. They're chasing each other. They're they just got out of school. They're on the way to school and they're three quarters asleep still not paying attention sometimes, you be the one to pay attention. Um, we are waiting on a lot of grants. Um, we, we've applied for a uh, municipal uh, improvement grant, which is just for village properties. Uh, it's a smaller uh, grant for us. We've also done the, I think we talked about the facade grants again with 22 businesses. Um, we're hoping to get um, half a million dollars to help those 22 businesses upgrade the look of their uh, facades. And we also are waiting on a grant from the state. Um, we wanna redo a lot of our water system. And this would be uh, $100,000 towards uh, redoing the electrical at the Canton Street wells so that all the pumps, all the equipment that works for the pumps, all that stuff would be upgraded. And we would be looking at like 15, 20 years before we have to worry about failure with that kind of equipment. Yeah. So it's nice to think that we can give people a little peace of mind and say our water systems, which uh, are, are, are not flawless, but but we would do pretty good, uh, that we would maybe even be better. And we're looking at and getting grants, uh, using some of our ARPA money to put um, alarm systems and cameras at all of our water facilities. Um, so if there was a fire, if somebody was trying to do damage to one of them, we would, somebody would be alerted and we would have a chance to uh, limit the damage. Um, we, um, we do have a new zoning board member. 
Um, Peg Halloran has been named to the zoning board and we do need an alternate. So if somebody out there is looking to get involved in, in the village, um, you know, hey, I'd love to help contribute to what makes the village tick. Zoning board is a great place to start. They don't meet all the time. They're the, they're the, um, the court type of thing for challenges to zoning laws. So if Shelly Hoffman wants to put a fence across her front yard, and the planning board says you can't do that, she can go to the zoning board and appeal it. That's why it's called the Zoning Board of Appeals. And you can go, and they're like a, a judge-type group. They listen to your explanation. They listen to the villages. Then they go by law. They're, they, don't, they don't go by who does the best talk. Really? Because I think I'd win if it came That's down why to we that. don't do it that way. <laughs> And so the Zoning Board of Appeals has a very important role in our village. Um, and the, the fellow who just retired, I don't know if you've ever met Fred Thomas. No, um, not. He might be an interesting interview. I don't know. Fred, he's not shy, but he's in his 90s. And he has, I mean, he told me some stories one day. We had, um, we had to do a session on our stormwater Part of our stormwater agreement is you have a you do this 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 and you have a public hearing where the public can come and ask questions about your stormwater and Steve Darkangelo made a presentation asked questions well Fred showed up one of four or five people and after we were done with the session he started telling stories and I mean Fred is a I'm Fred and I, you know and he's got this slow delivery and he's got the best story he's the greatest guy really i'm so glad that he came aboard because i i got a new friend um when we talk on the phone every once in a while and um i mean he told stories about for instance his father worked i think for the town of van buren back when they had like one salt truck and it was the old-fashioned type and he said some days before he would go to school his father would make him go with him put him in the back of the salt truck and be kicking salt as it, cause it would start to free, freeze up to kick the salt loose. So it would go in the little thing that spread it in the road. Can you imagine with yeah. all the OSHA laws and stuff like that now? Uh, but he's, he's, he's really very well versed on Van Buren, particularly Ellsworth road and out that way going out into the farmlands. And he knew everybody um, he's got a terrific memory for a guy as old as he is and as much as he's seen. Um, might be an interesting yeah. guy to chronicle about. Uh, I, I'm not sure what your theme would be. but Do I even have a theme, Mayor? Half the time we just... <laughs> That's true. You and I just sometimes, you'll say, what's going on? I say, I have no idea, but let's talk. <laughs> So um, I just wanted to make sure that uh, that I recognize Fred um, and Greg Humphrey recognized him at one, of, at one of our recent board meetings as the guy when there was a question if if Shelly was questioning the fence in her backyard and we're going to make a decision, Fred would be the first person that would be in your yard. You would see him out there looking at the fence, measuring how close it is to property. So when it came time to make a decision... He wasn't relying on other people to tell him the wow. stats. So great guy. Um, we did pass an ordinance to strengthen our smoking laws 
in our parks and stuff. Um, there's some, the county had asked us to, that they would give us new signs if we would pass a, even a stronger smoking thing. So we, we basically have outlawed smoking on any village property, particularly concerning with our parks. You've got young kids and you got people sitting there smoking. Um, the county doesn't want it. We don't want it. Um, we limited, you can't do it in our parking lots. You come out of court, you can't light up a cigarette in the parking lot um, because that's, we'll have signs up to say that. Um, obviously none of our buildings allow smoking. And then, then that links to the new marijuana laws because the law with marijuana is you can smoke it wherever you can smoke cigarettes. Right. Well, obviously you can't smoke cigarettes in our park. We don't want you smoking pot in our parks. So people should start sometime soon seeing new signs go up and, um, you know, you may get asked by the, you know, the police to put out whatever it is you have. And if you don't, maybe ask to leave the park. Um, it's there for everybody and not just for one or two people who want to do something like that. So we, we do have that. Um, let's see if I had anything else noted that I wanted to mention. Um, brush pickup, I think in another week or so starts going every week. Um, people start having leaves and start trimming trees back for the winter and that type of stuff. Uh, they don't look forward to all the leaves falling. And so it's, it's kind of a sad time. It used to be fall was my favorite time of the year because of football was started back up. The weather, I, I kind of like the crisp, sunny afternoons. Love the food that you associate with fall, you know, pumpkin pie, turkey, that type of stuff. And now I I'm, I'm really cherish summer, late spring and summer when the, you can be outside no matter what. Um, although the mosquitoes make it a little tough. <laughs> They're Holy bad. God. Oh my goodness, are they bad this year? I went out the other day and I had, I, I've been wearing sweatpants, long sleeve shirt. I put off, you know, I have a hat on. I put off around my exposed area here and a little bit on my hands. And they're like, there's like 10 of them. They look like planes getting ready to land on an aircraft carrier or something. And they just, this is, they don't want to land on me because they can smell the off. Um, I had one day I had like on this temple, I had three or four bites on this one. I had three or four bites, a couple on the over here when I had not put off on. Yeah. And I, I read it on Facebook or everybody's, I mean, it's not just Baldwinsville. It's no, it's, it's everywhere. It's that heavy rain. We had so many days in a row and then we had a lot of standing water. Um, they're a little different kind of mosquitoes too. So they're like little baby mosquitoes, like you yeah, just, real little yeah, ones. Real tiny. Mm -hmm. They're we get out of it cross lake, but I got to tell you, I'll stand next to you if we're ever at like if I see a taste of evil. Because as long as there's someone around me that the mosquitoes like, they don't come anywhere near me. Ask Tina, anybody that knows Tina Solomon, we went to a um, a gathering together this past weekend, and she had all these bites, and I was just as free as could be. <laughs> so <laughs> we used to hear that when we were kids. My, uh, uh, you probably know some of the Collins girls. There were. Peggy and Maureen and Marcia and oh, there's a whole bunch of and their grandparents live next door to me. And uh, her, their grandfather would sit out on the front porch with a transistor radio and listen to the Yankees. And he was 70 and I was 15 and I would spend a lot of time with him. He was like one of my best friends as a kid. And, uh, you know, I'd, 
swatting mosquitoes. And that was before you had off and that type of stuff. And he would he would just laugh. He he had this kind of scratchy voice, and he'd laugh and giggle. My father would go, "He's got elephant skin." We stand out here for five minutes and get eaten alive. He could be out here for three hours and they never land on him. So some, some people just have the chemistry that mm-hmm. my mom was, my mom would sit next to my dad in lawn chairs and he would be getting eaten alive and she, they wouldn't touch her. And she would just say, cause she was sweeter. But that's what I, I, I agree with that. I, <laughs> so I don't think I have anything else um, just to be, be wary of, I would say, I'm not going to tell people whether they should get shots or not get shots or whether they should wear a mask or not, but be wary that the COVID is, is wreaking havoc with some people and just be careful. Um, you know, we're, we're tightening up things in the village. We've, we've had a little exposure. Um, so everybody in the village hall is wearing masks if they're away from their desk. Anybody coming into village hall gets, has to have a mask on. Um, the court's still operating limited. You have to have a mask, and I think you have to have an appointment. Let me double check. She sent me a note. Need to wear a mask and contact the court with any questions. Um, so don't 25 people show up at the same time because you only one get in at a time, and you'll be stuck out with the mosquitoes. So other than that, Shaw, I don't have anything. I, I hope you uh, get to enjoy your Rotary meeting today. And, and again, thank you. Thank everybody at the Rotary for all the nice things they do for our village. And uh... certainly, well, I I, um, I enjoy when I make the meetings. I don't make them as much. <clears throat> I'll admit that because, uh, as you know, the joke when I finally went what two, three right before Seneca River days, yeah. um, there was a joke when I walked in and said, "Who are you? Are you sure you belong here?" <laughs> So I need to make a little bit more of an appearance at those meetings. (laughs) And just to to add one more thing about the COVID stuff, we, we are going uh, virtual this week with our meeting. I put a notice on our Facebook site, but we are going to do zoom. Anybody who would like to participate can contact village hall and get the link. It'll be live on our village of Baldwinsville Facebook page. So, you know, if you want to watch the meeting and you can ask questions, you know, down below there's, uh, we have somebody usually monitors it. And, and if there's a question, we will answer it during the meeting. So we want the public to have um, access if they need it. And uh, like I say, if you need to get on and ask questions during a citizen's comments, contact Village Hall and they'll give you the link. So. Perfect. Well, thank you for the update. I guess I will see you um, not for two weeks. So I'll, if you don't go to the Taste of Evil for whatever reason, I will do my part as always, Mayor, and participate in these community events so I can report back to you how they go. <laughs> I'm going to try to just come down and say hi to everybody, but um, uh, I hope it's a great event. You know, I hope they they all feel happy when they get done that they saw a lot of people maybe they had never tried their stuff before. Yeah. And, and I hope the people in the village are happy that they can get out and enjoy a social activity. I mean, it's nice when it's outdoors. If that's yeah. We know that's safer. So have a good one, Shell. You too. Bye, Mayor. Bye-bye.